1: recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. No Don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you I can't live a lot right
0: excuse you. That's Paul Dempsey. Yes, he's been the singer and main songwriter for Something for Kate since 1994. And yes, he's released solo work and worked with other bands. But did you know he's also become the king of covers? I did not. Google it. It's a revelation. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus and cover artists. Paul Dempsey was way ahead of the zeitgeist, as usual, when he started talking about his mental health challenges many years ago. He tried back then to encourage others to talk about it and to reduce the stigma around things like depression. So where do we find this wise old owl now?
1: Songwriting is a really solitary Insular, internalized thing. Like, like a lot of creative endeavors, it's just you have to create something out of nothing. Writing is hard. It doesn't come easy to me. It's a, it's a it's a challenge. Um, so I, back when I was having issues, I think I, I went into a panic because things weren't coming quickly or they weren't coming easily, and so you start to. F- worry about like concepts like inspiration especially artists you know we, we tell ourselves these as far as I'm concerned lies that inspiration is out there somewhere and there should be a flash that you should be able to harness and magic will happen and there's all these the, the way that we talk about creativity when people describe a flash of inspiration what they're actually describing is a moment where everything suddenly coalesced but all the elements of whatever that idea or whatever that thing was were probably rolling around in the back of their head for weeks and months before. These things take time. They build up in your head. They roll around. They, you know, And then there might be a moment where it's like, oh, there it is. But it's a lie to say that you can sit around waiting or, or expecting inspiration to strike. What I've learnt now is that you actually just work hard And even on the days where you feel like you got nowhere and achieved nothing, you actually probably did because you—you something is there. and, And weeks later, when you look at it again, something that you that happened on that day could end up being integral. I don't worry anymore about you know the days where I don't get anywhere. I believe that it all matters. I had a experience in my sort of late 20s. For about two years, um, I really struggled with depression and uh, I... So I saw a a professional, I I went to a psychiatrist and, and, you know, they went on the medications and and there was a series of them because they all had quite sort of different effects that weren't necessarily great. Had issues with depression and anxiety on and off, up and down from sort of late adolescence. Um, But I'd never done anything about it because it never got that bad. At a certain point, it got bad enough that I knew I had to do something about it, and I knew I needed help. It was a difficult experience because different people respond differently to different medications and things like that, and, and it wasn't—it didn't help me so much. At the end of two years, I—I um, I don't know. I, I look when I look back on it now. At the time, it, it felt like you know it, it was depression, and it was a really prolonged. Period of depression. Now, when I look back at it, I think of it more as a nervous breakdown, because since then I haven't experienced anything like that again. You know, I have days um, like most people do, but I haven't had a prolonged period like that since. So now, when I look back at it, I wonder more if it was if it was actually the result of a of a kind of a breakdown that I had to start repairing. From, I feel like there was a point where something in my sort of psyche or whatever actually just kind of snapped uh, or broke or just, and that I just started again. Um, I I feel like from the age of about 29, 30, I started becoming a a new person or a different person. I started really um, thinking about my life differently. And thinking about myself differently and thinking about my thoughts, thinking about the way I think and my thought patterns and whether I'm doing myself any favors or or making things worse. And so I kind of, I feel like I trained myself out of something with with a lot of help. (laughs) For a long time after that experience, there's this fear uh, that it's going to, come back or you're going to relapse into something and I just I, and th- that was there for a while but um, I'm happy to say I just I don't even have that fear anymore um, there's an awareness that it could still happen because ultimately it's a lot of these things are just neurochemistry that you're not in control of but it's been 15 years and uh, I feel happy with the way I think about things and the way I see things and and the perspective that I that I have. I read a lot. I, I love to read, and it's a great way of just taking your mind elsewhere. And you know, I, I have a sort of a daily routine. I you know, I really like. Getting up and getting our kids ready for school and walking them over to school and and then, you know, uh, having that excuse to go for an afternoon walk to pick them up again, you know, it ends up being like six kilometres I walk every day. I love cryptic crosswords. Uh, You know, all of these things, I guess they're all related to words and wordplay and concepts and ideas and, and, you know, walking is great thinking time. I absolutely will not look at my phone uh, when I'm walking. I look around, you know, um, and, you know, doing a crossword, reading, whatever, it, it's, um, I think it's, it's not, you're not on your phone. It's just, it's too easy to, to look at the phone. I think of it as a television and I just go, why would I? why would I watch TV when I'm walking down the street? talking is really important but talk i think talking to a professional a mental health professional is really important and and the reason like talking to friends is great talking to family is great talking to anybody is great but i do understand you know i've been in that position where you you want to talk but you feel like You might be, um, self-indulgent or, or you might be burdening someone with your stuff and it feels hard and, and that's why just talking to a professional, it's their job. It's their job to listen to you and to prompt you to continue to talk. And I think that's, it was amazing for me. It was really helpful for me and, um. Don't be afraid at all to talk to, to go and see a professional. I actually think that it's a brave thing to do.
0: For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to Calm your Farm. .com.au We'd love to hear your ideas too.
1: This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the ACAST Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.